the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The Answer San Diego presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowers. Talking in the house with me is my co-host. What's your name? I don't know. Good morning, good morning, good, good morning. morning. Kevin Bowersock, of course. I'll remind him of his name. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. It is August 22nd, 2020. The actually, year that just keeps on giving. Actually, it was a nice morning out, too, compared to all the week. I mean, it's chill, cooled down a little. I think today's supposed to be the coolest day of the weekend, though. And I saw Escondido was only 90 instead of, like, 98. Yeah, but no, I like, no, I mean the projection I, for today. I like how they do it, though. They go, it's 90 degrees, but it feels like 110. Well, that's when it's human. I, I know. But. Well, the, and, you know, I was talking last night. Uh, so the the, humi- the reason it's so humid, I know, well, if you follow the news, is there's a tropical storm off the, well, it was a hurricane drop downgraded to tropical storm off the tip of Baja. It didn't hit Baja, it didn't hit Cabo in that, but it pushes all that I swear it pushes all that moisture up into the air and that's what we're getting right now and that's why and and i understand everybody's whining i get it okay but shoot go live in the midwest for a day and i'm just, used <laughs> to this kind of weather but you know what last weekend it poured down. we your, were up we your were, hair's not used to no, it apparently <laughs> i was i was in a guanga last weekend and it poured down rain for an hour and a half yeah, exactly. lightning storms because there's on the 371 up there, there's an Indian casino, and you know what? Yeah. The lightning hit the ground and caught the field on the fire out there. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I no, no, I know. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I talked to coming up out of the desert out of there. There was quite a quite a few storms. I talked to a couple of different people last week. So. Oh yeah, it poured down rain for an hour and a half, so it was kind of cool. Got the truck all muddy. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, so kind of weird weather, but that happens when we get those big tropical storms off the coast. It creates all kinds of weird weather. So, uh, and here we are, but uh, been warm out. So if you didn't take care of your cooling system on your vehicle, I'm sure you uh, are, are going to have some uh, 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 wonderful, wonderful uh, stuff going on as far well, as that even goes. when you take care of it. Sometimes <laughs> Monday, I noticed my water pump started leaking. So, you know, it happens. Gotcha. Well, we must be online. Pops just texted, said, gotcha. So uh, he says it's 80 degrees and sunny in Ohio. He's down in southern Ohio, sitting on the porch, he said. Well, it's still early there, too, so. No, it's Humid- not. It's late there. It's yeah, 10 o'clock. Humidity can kick in at noontime there. I know, but I'm just saying it's it's 10 o'clock there. It's 7. It's here. still early. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for joining us. Hey, give us a call here, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. We are here to talk about anything automotive-related you want to discuss. We're not just going to talk about the weather, although we could for a while if you want to. But uh, um, what's important about the weather right now? I'll tell you what's important. That big puddle that your AC is leaving underneath there is because the humidity's high. Yes. Yes, it is. So uh, what's important is that your AC is working this time of year when it's this warm. Uh, unusual for us, you know, I mean, like already uh, um, uh, this morning, it is... Uh, you know, we're we're in the se- middle 70s already, man, and it's 7 o'clock in the morning. So uh, today's <laughs> – Kevin's laughing. It's going to be a, 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 a definite another warm weekend. And uh, everybody knows, I mean, if for Southern California, we're heading into – you hit September, October. Those are warm months for us. So usually hot, not humidity, but a warm temperature-wise you know, so quite warm. And then, of course, we as we hit into September, into October, we were working into the fire season, which uh, unfortunately we already in Northern California, we feel for all of them. They got a lot of big fires going on up there already. I know we've been lucky down here. We haven't seen 
Yeah, we've been really surely lucky. Yeah, and let's hope we keep it that way yes. too, for sure. So uh, um, don't don't be don't, flipping cigarette butts out of your window. Don't, don't be don't, don't be you know don't be parking your truck in a field with tall grass. It's brown. That's an, that's after you've driven it forty use, miles, you got to use common sense use around common this time sense. of year. That's right. If you're gonna go off road, keep that bad boy where there's no tall grass. So. Uh, um, we don't uh, need things catching fires. Uh, the old days where uh, uh, catalytic converters used to spit out pellets and cause fires, that does not happen anymore uh, as far as pellet-wise. Very this- seldom do you get a catalyst that comes apart and blows stuff out anymore. Doesn't It's not that No, common. it doesn't happen as much, but a couple it, years ago, I remember they said that one of the fires got started that way. I know. I was watching the news one time that, that was like they were blaming different fires on, oh, catalyst blew it. Come on, how many cars are coming apart out there? When it comes to catalysts now and newer cars, uh, we used to have those. Remember those GM ones were the culprits, those flat pellet converters? Yeah, but they worked so good. They Well, they were only oxygenating cats. But, I mean, they did work good, but they'd spit. And when they'd start coming apart, they'd spit those hot pellets out. And sometimes yeah. they'd bing, shoot bing, into bing. Well, and they could cause a fire for sure. So that's why they eliminated those bad boys. Now the honeycomb ones don't. Usually, if it blows honeycomb apart, it gets caught in the muffler. It doesn't come out. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, pretty good stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, actually, those pellet ones, remember, they start putting the screens on the tailpipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't come out. Uh, well, how about better yet? Let's just move on and get a better catalyst. Just a way to go. Anyway, all right, folks, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I believe we are live on the internet today. That's and, good. Uh, and Brendan's holding his thumb up. Our producer, Brendan, he, he says that we're good to go. So everybody can be listening, hopefully. Uh, we do appreciate everybody that joined in last week um, and gave us a shout uh, when we uh, weren't available online. But uh, apparently there's a lot of people listening by the radio, too, that know how to find us, which is amazing. So, hey, please tell your friends. I, You know what I've ran? I know, you guys know that we've switched from uh, uh, it's been a few months now, but from one radio station over here to The Answer San Diego. And uh, um, we were on the previous radio station for years, as you know. So uh, I've already still bumped into people, and I, I've been trying to get the message out that we moved. It was a short, quick move when uh, uh, the decision was made where we were going. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, I still I ran into a client this week that was like, man, I really miss your radio show. What do you mean you miss it? <laughs> You're still here every Saturday, and he's all, you are Where? We're on the answer seventy answer San Diego eleven seventy ninety six point one FM. Check us out, or you can uh, uh, get the app and catch us on iHeartMedia or the or uh, what is it called a radio 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 dot com. There it is. Woohoo! So tell your friends. It doesn't matter. How tell much. tell people that aren't your friends. Tell people you don't like. Tell them to listen to us on the radio. So yeah, listen even if you don't like us. <laughs> if you don't, Kevin's all listening, even if you don't like me. I don't care. I don't. All right. <laughs> all right, folks. I do want to let you know Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which uh, consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified up there for 28 years, taking care of folks in North County, San Diego. So good stuff, man. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue, AAA approved, smog certified out in East County, taking care of folks out there for going on seven years now. And then West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified in Central San Diego right here, taking care of folks for over three years now. And uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. Uh, right here in the Golden Triangle, Eastgate uh, Mall Road and Miramar Road. Uh, taking care of folks right here in the Golden Triangle for over a year now. Used to be Miramar 76 with Dan, who was on the radio with me previously, if you used to listen. Rolled it in and uh, made it uh, one of uh, the West Automotive Group stores so that they're all together. And uh, just doing doing our thing, taking care of folks. And that's an amazing little store right there. Kristen, the manager, uh, is... Um, there to help everybody. Kristen and Todd up front, along with the uh, technicians I got working there uh, with me. We got uh, Cole and 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 Hector and Troy, and they're just amazing, amazing folks. So, uh, uh, but all the stores have great, amazing employees we got working for us. Stop in, whether it's Escondido, Miramar, Kearney Mesa, El Cajon. We're here to help you, uh, and that's a good point. The reason we bring you Auto Talk Radio is all of my employees along with myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio, as we all believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Uh, and what that statement means is we would never recommend nor um, 
have you do anything to your vehicle we wouldn't do to our own vehicles or to a family member's vehicles. So you're part of the family when you come in and get your vehicle service or repaired with us. Uh, stop in to have your vehicle service repaired. Find out what quality automotive services repair is all about. Uh, we're also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Very important to us right now. Uh, we're here to help you. We know some people financially, it's a tough time with COVID and all. Uh, so a couple things we're doing. We're really uh, helping out. We got multiple arms of ways to do this for folks. And like I said, it is six months no interest. Great stuff to help you out. Uh, you can break up any repairs. And then you get a card. You can always use it again uh, for auto repair with us. Uh, and same thing, six months again. It's not every time that you use it, you can use it uh, for the same thing. Um, if you uh, uh, we're doing that along with, uh, you know, if you think you're having a, uh, a transmission issue, get your vehicle into us and get your CertiCare transmission diagnosis done uh, with us. We we see so many vehicles that do not have transmission problems that somebody else has recommended a transmission repair. So if you think you have a transmission problem. Get your vehicle into us. Let us do our sort of care transmission diagnosis, and we'll figure out what's going on uh, with your vehicle for sure. Um, the good news is also one of the things about having transmission experts, plus everybody's a master technician. If it's not a transmission problem, we don't have to send you elsewhere. We'll go right on through, and uh, we can get you set up and diagnose what the problem is, get you fixed and on the road. One-stop shop for everything from your simple oil changes to major repairs, transmissions, whatever it is. So, and uh, one of the things that I often talk about with folks when dealing with automotive stuff is uh, um, that it's extremely important to have people that know what's going on when dealing with your vehicle. Uh, so, uh, we have access to all the technical service bulletins, recalls. We'll often tell you, uh, if we, we write you up, put your vehicle in VIN and all that, if there's a recall still on it, we get a little flashing on our, our service software and we can print it out for you and say, hey, there's a recall such as airbags, which people are very familiar with. Familiar with the airbag recall, Kevin? Depends. Which car? (laughs) Lots of them. So anyway, my point is is that uh, we get, uh, there's recalls for different things, and they do pop up, but also technical service bulletins. We have all the same stuff that if you were taking your vehicle to a manufacturer's dealer, that comes up, the, the technical service bulletins that are written by the manufacturers, which we use all the time, right? Yes. A ton of, and we always research those when diagnosing a vehicle because the engineers have sent these out saying, hey, we found this problem, we found this problem, we found this problem, this is the w- what you need to check to make sure this is a problem, or, or et cetera. I mean, there's all kinds of information coming out. If you're having your vehicle serviced somewhere that does not have the access to this information, uh, they're kind of throwing a pin in the dark sometimes, so... Right? Yes. It's important to have all this information, along with the proper equipment to do the testing and diagnosis. We were just talking about that this morning uh, on diagnosing issues with a car. So uh, good good stuff, and, and you need to be able to have your vehicle diagnosed properly. So get your vehicle in, and we'll get her checked out for it. You can, check, you can get us at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. And check everything out. Uh, all about us and then make your appointments from there or call any of the locations and get set up. Whatever works for you, we're here to help. Uh, that's westautomotivegroup.com. And from there, you can go to Auto Talk Radio where you get all the podcasts. And then you can also go check out the Auto Man where I am the Auto Man for the CW on Friday mornings and I'm the Auto Man for uh, Fox 5 on Wednesday mornings uh, news. So check check us out there. Uh, all the Auto Man segments uh, are on our YouTube channel also. So that's... Uh, a uh, great place to go and check it all out. You can get there from westautomotivegroup.com. But this morning, one 888 Everybody's asleep still this morning as usual. 888-344-1170. Okay, so what else are we talking about? Warning lights. Warning lights. Are those important on your vehicle? Yeah. Well, they are, but <laughs> you don't want the warning light to come on. Uh, true, well, no, but the they're reason, there for a reason. Yeah, but the reason I say this is because normally when the warning light comes on, like the oil warning light, you only got about a quart left in there. I mean, you're already there, down like there four are, cords. So. There are some warning lights that when they come on, you better take action now. Because if you don't, it'll it's going to get worse quickly. And even even the uh, coolant or the 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 heat temperature. like temperature warning light, that one comes on really really late too. Correct. That's that's what I'm saying. Those two for they sure. They need to come. You need to turn it off the car right now. And we're going to get to other ones mm-hmm. that are going to come on on your vehicle sooner or later. That, which we all know is a check engine light uh, uh, one. That is one that you will see on your vehicle. And when you do, uh, then something's gone wrong. 
it that's there intentionally to let you know you need to get your vehicle in and get it checked out for sure that you're going to eventually get that light on a vehicle you drive sooner or later right yes so and why because that light monitors so many could be a sensor's not reading right could be that's not always like, hey, your car's going to leave you alongside the road. It could be the fuel the cap was loose. Uh, it could, it could, could be anything. could be a lot of things. You're right. There, there's multitudes of codes now that get set on a vehicle uh, per check engine light. I can so. tell you this. Though, when a check engine light starts flashing, you mm-hmm. better pull over now because it's doing damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flashing's bad. You're usually going to end up with some catalyst kind of concerns. They should do that with the oil light, too. When it gets to a certain point, it should come on. And then when it gets really bad, it should start flashing. <laughs> there you go. That's what should happen. That'd be a great idea. All right, folks, give us a call here. 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. We're going to take our first break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. more auto talk education and empowerment on the way on the answer san diego get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house with me is my co-host, Kevin Bowersock. And we are talking about warning lights until you call us. 1-888-344-1170. Everybody's sleeping. Sleeping. That's a good thing. That they're sleeping? How can they be listening to us if they're sleeping? Well, that's not a good thing. They're probably awake, just not fully awake. True. Sometimes you got to wake up listening to something. Wake up (laughs) (laughs) listening to something. I'd be sitting there having a cup of coffee right now. Anyway, we're talking about warning lights you should never ignore in your vehicle. Let's start with the oil pressure warning light. Very important. As Kevin said, this light comes on, it's probably going to be a problem. Um, The oil pressure warning light comes on if your engine has lost oil pressure. At that point, you better shut the motor down. No questions. That light starts coming on, it's a problem. Uh, Pressure is too low for safe engine operation for sure. Uh, if it's got that low on oil, that's a problem. Or if something just broke and it lost oil pressure, such an oil pressure drive or any of that kind of stuff, uh, then, uh, shut it down now and you could save the motor, right? Yes. So, or a major oil leak. We've seen that too before, like an oil filter blew off, seen oil filters come off of cars. Uh, and you say, how can an oil filter blow off a car? Well, I'll tell you how. Uh, we've seen cars go to quick oil changes and the wrong number oil filter put on. And it seems to screw on and tighten up. And it's okay for a little while. And then... Well, the gasket doesn't make good contact with w- this. Or surface. they double gasket it. We've seen that where they yep. don't remove the little rubber seal sticks to the housing. And it will blow out. It will blow out. There is no question about it. Eventually, it could last a little while like that. Although we've done oil changes on cars, where we pulled them on for like, oh my gosh, look, this thing's been double gasketed. Whoever d- did this last didn't pull the other gasket off, and and you know, cars that uh, are new to us, and and then you you're like, the that's lucky because whoever did this could have been buying themselves an engine. Yep. Because the, when the when those that double gasket blows out, it loses all oil pressure right away. I don't know, but I wouldn't have got that lucky. I can see that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why one of the first things you're taught when you uh, learn how to change oil is you remove the filter, you take a rag, and you wipe down the mounting surface and make sure there's nothing on it where the filter goes back on. And if you got clean metal there, then there's not an extra gasket, is there? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Very important. I always look in the filter to make sure that I see the rubber gasket in there. And then obviously you got to put your hand up there. Yeah, and just it. wipe it down. We well, that's do. why they say wipe it down because truly, honestly, the whole half the reason you're putting your hand up there is to make sure it's not there anymore. Exactly. So uh, you never want to da- double gasket one. You never want to put the wrong oil filter on a car. <laughs> no. Because they can well, come off at random times. Well, not only that, the wrong oil filter, they have different drain back valves and stuff like that. And it, it can damage a motor. If it you're, can. You're it, right. Some people are like, well, this is the same filter. It's just ball. No, it's not the same. They put a different uh, check or a check valve in there or a drain back valve or whatever. And it can 
you know, make the flow of oil different. What, what the oil, other thing that we've seen is plastic wrapped oil filters and people don't know what they're doing, push their finger through the center of it to break the plastic uh-huh. and that piece of plastic goes in there and I've seen so far three engines get nailed because of that good. It sucks that piece of plastic in. Well, it could. It blocks off some of the oil. It does and then take, can take the motor out. Over over a period of three to four to five thousand miles, little things can destroy lots. Yeah, so you, that's why a lot of times having your car worked on professionally is a much cheaper route to go than it is to, uh, you know, kind of just randomly have somebody working on your car. Exactly, it can go so wrong. Yes, so wrong. Yes, so wrong. <laughs> if you're so uh, with the oil thing, uh, low oil level or due to oil consumption or leaks. Uh, oil viscosity too thin, worn oil pump, excessive engine bearing clearance, or defective oil pressure sending unit. These are all things that can cause low oil pressure. If the sending unit's just defective, it's not leaking oil, your engine is not getting damaged. That's your lucky day if that's the only reason the light came on. If your engine is also making ticking, clattering, rapping noise, it's not getting sufficient oil probably. If you attempt to drive the engine in this condition, you could probably damage it if it hasn't already suffered major internal damage, which is what Kevin said. Uh, oil pressure is extremely important to the life of a motor. Running it low on oil or low oil pressure for any period, a short, even short period of time can cause extensive damage for sure. All right, let's grab uh, Les in Chula Vista real quick. Good morning, Les. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm wondering if you've had any experience with the fob. That's the key fob. Oh we have, uh, yeah, we, we deal a, with a lot of fobs. This this past week, I had the fob uh, would do everything, but it wouldn't turn the engine. Uh, so I went to a really good locksmith, and uh, the locksmith checked it all out and said, "I think the transponder's gone." Mm-hmm. By the way, when I would hold the good reserve key I had right next to it, it would turn the engine. That's because the transponder died. I agree with they the locksmith. Check elect- it out. Get a load of this, sir. Get a load of this. Mm-hmm. They cut me a new key, did a wonderful job, and I used it. But the uh, the the key that had that had the transponder die on it, all of a sudden began to uh, turn the engine again. <laughs> it started working again. So, well, there could have just been there may be just a bad connection inside of that key itself. Well, sometimes it gets corrupt too, and you have to rejuvenate. Yeah. So, so did he re? He pro- I'll, I'll tell you one more thing. Mm-hmm. When they went to program my new key. That is, uh, by turning it uh, eight times within 10 seconds in the ignition, which the manual says you do, uh, when they did that, it uh, it did program so I could lock the car and unlock it, etc. But it dis- it disengaged the other two good keys. Yeah. That I- it, it will do that. Sometimes you have to put, you have to do them all together because if you don't do them all together, it will disable everything else and, and just take the one in. So, yeah, that's one way to do it. Yeah. And usually we use, uh, uh, we have factory software for that. So, usually that's how we program them is with uh, uh, our laptop and the software versus the turn the key. A lot of cars you can't do that with, some you can. But uh, anyway, we, we typically use the factory software because that's how most of them are. Uh, our program well i'm gonna go uh, these are good guys and uh if you go to the dealer of course it's about five six hundred dollars mm-hmm. uh this was 133 dollars for me but that was a good i'm deal. gonna go back they, they're, say, they're saying to me that they can reprogram those other two keys and i'll have three working keys they, they, they will but they got to do it all together yeah all, so take all as kevin's saying take all three keys with you and they it needs all to be done at once yeah i got you okay just thought you'd uh it's a very interesting situation. I think had I taken that key that was not functioning and turned it eight times, maybe it would have started to function again. Eight, eight times, like the manual said. But, it might have started functioning. I don't know. But I, I truly believe you'd pro- you're probably still going to have problems with it sooner or later. It's probably just rejuvenated for a little bit. I have a feeling it'll it'll recorrupt itself again. They do do that. They start to do that sometimes. So, but yeah, I would uh, take all three keys to those guys. Let them program them all at once. That's that's true. What year is this car? What make a model? It's a, it's a 2017 Ford Fiesta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not unhappy at all. I I basically now have three working keys. Yeah. Uh, but maybe I'll have completely holistically three full working keys when they're done. Yeah, you should. But uh, definitely take it in and uh, have them do them all at one time, and that should cure the problem. Okay, thank you, sir. No thank problem. You. Hey, thanks for the call. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 
So good point when it comes to keys. Well, yeah, especially Ford. Ford says when you're because even when you're using their factory website and you're go- doing it with their software, I've, I have never got that to work where you turn it. I mean, I always use the IDS, well, which is our Ford factory laptop that we use, and and it just works seamlessly, I, and you program them all. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go with that one. I was just saying Ford wants you to. They'll tell you to program all of them together. Correct. Because if you don't, all the other ones' IDs will be lost. So you have to do everything together when you I, do it. And I think most manufacturers, Toyota too, same thing. I, I, I don't know any you know, manufacturers you know, that don't recommend to do them all together. You know what the funny thing is? Though? I, I want to say that Ford, uh, some of theirs, even when you're using the factory software, you got to turn the keys a couple times when you're programming when, it like that. So correct. maybe they were using the, the program I don't know. He said he did it himself. They made it. I don't. I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't, so that's I have what I'm no saying. idea. All, all I know is I. Every time I ever do them, I mean, for any car, I, I mean, like I did Zach's Escape. I do my truck. I, I I added keys to it and I program them all at one time and and with the IDS the laptop and they're done and they work like a charm. Yes. So it's good stuff for sure. The best way to go. Uh, let's uh, grab Larry in Oceanside real quick. Good morning, Larry. Hey, all right, listen, I just want to give you an update. I called you about three weeks ago, um, and I have a, tr- uh, a Nissan Frontier truck. It's got 340,000 miles. Oh, I remember. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I took it to a couple of guys that I know personally, and they just kind of laughed at me and told me, you know, just junk the car. It's an old truck. I just don't use it that much. But I went and saw Matt, and, uh, you know, he... You should give him a raise. <laughs> but he, uh, but he did a great job. He, you know, did it. We helped. He, he gave me a good price. And this uh, truck that I was going to probably take to the boneyard is running great. I'm actually driving it a little bit more because it, it it's uh, it's running great. Well, it was it was a, a water pump and the tensioners had to be replaced. Awesome. I was in and out, and the shuttle worked great. Perfect. Yeah, Matt at my uh, Escondido location. And, and instead of giving him a raise, Matt's on vacation this week. We gave him a week off. How's like, that sound? <laughs> you know, the funny part about this is he's on vacation, so he's probably not listening to this He's right probably now. not listening today. Yeah, he actually uh, uh, went up to uh, uh, Washington State to visit some relatives. So uh, he, he's gone for the week. But uh, he will be back next week. So uh, not next week, but the next week. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad we got you taken care of. That's so important. And like I said, uh, it... Mm, Maybe way more cost effective for what you use. I know you told me you use the vehicle for Home Depot runs and things like that, and just running around. And and geez, man, no no need to to replace a perfectly good vehicle when when the repairs aren't that bad. Uh, it was great. The price was good. Um, it just uh, it just worked out great. I'm so happy. Glad we get you taken care of, Larry. Thanks for the call, man, and have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend. You bet. Thanks. Thank you. Take care now. Bye bye. Bye. So, hey, I love those calls. You know, and that's what we were talking about with him a few weeks ago was like, hey, you know, man, let's get in, get checked out and find out what it really needs and go from there. So important, you know, to get uh, get uh, things taken care of that way. And and uh, especially cars are getting expensive. So just to fix your car is not really correct. Correct. All right, folks, give us a call. one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Uh, Ken Bodie, hold on. We'll get you right after this last break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. more auto talk education and empowerment on the way on the answer san diego get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock all right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio, and thank you for joining us this morning. As always, you can give us a call here at 1 888 That's 888 Hey, I want to let you know Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there without question. We do not stock nor sell anything else at the West Automotive Group. 
you need a battery for your vehicle, hop on westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can check us out, make an appointment, get any questions answered, find out all about us, check out the Automan segments on uh, that are on Fox and uh, CW, and also pick up any of our podcasts off the AutoTalk radio page straight from there. That's westautomotivegroup.com, but you can also make an appointment for your interstate battery. Like I said, a battery for every need. We, if you were to open the hoods of our vehicles, cars, take seats off our motorcycles, wherever batteries go on those, you'd be, and I say that because I have a big KTM that it's down in the bottom, and then all the Harleys are under the seats and that I have, and then the dirt bikes are under the seats too. So anyway, most of them are under the seats, huh, Kevin? Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, mm. um, my point is, is that they are the highest quality batteries out there. You wouldn't find anything else in our vehicles for that simple reason. Uh, If you need a battery for any other need than automotive-related, you can check them out at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. All right, folks, Kevin's falling asleep. Give us a call here, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related. We are talking about five vehicle warning lights you should never ignore. But let's grab uh, Ken in Mira Mesa real quick. He's been waiting patiently. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, uh, Brian, uh, Brian, uh, uh, Kevin. Uh, I have a question about uh, fuel, fuel pump. Sure. What you got going? Okay. No. What I have, I read someplace or uh, heard, you know, uh, it's good to have uh, uh, fuel, uh, you know, full uh, fuel and gas in the tank. You know, uh, instead of uh, just, uh, you know, have maybe half or maybe quarter full. Is that mm-hmm. true? Well, we strongly recommend that uh, uh, you don't run a tank low consistently. In other words, you know, you get that tank. And typically what I do is I get down to a quarter tank or just below, then I fill back up. And okay. and the reasoning behind this is today's cars, most fuel pumps are electronic and they're in the tank. The, yeah. f- the fuel is actually what cools those pumps. So yes, if, correct. So if you run the pump, and we see this with a lot of young people that don't fill up their tanks. They only put like 5 or $10 in at a time. Well, yeah, and what happens is they're running it low all the time. That shortens the life of that pump, and they tend to fail and overheat. So that's, okay. that's what happens. So um, the pump in my truck... Yeah. 330,000 miles on that bad boy. It's still the original one, but then again, I keep yeah. it full of fuel all the time, so. Yeah, no. It doesn't matter what model. I mean, I have a, a 2013 Honda Accord, and I have a 1999 Ford Van and a 1999 Ford Ranger. It doesn't matter what model or makes. I mean, it doesn't matter. Those all have in-tank fuel pumps, yes. So okay. same thing helps them out. You keep fuel in them, and, and you're better off for sure. It'll extend the life of the pump. Okay, okay, good to know. And I met you at the uh, 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 you know, uh, store maybe two months ago. I, I met you over there, okay? And nice. I, I, take, okay, I take all my uh, vehicle to this cleanliness uh, one here, okay? But the year... Curly Mesa doesn't have a, a smoke check. I, I took the smoke check to the Miramar, uh, you know, uh, gotcha. Kearney Mesa does have smog, but they only do 2,000 and newer. Or if you're yeah. test only directed or, or you have to go to a star station, yeah, we, we're a star station at Miramar. We're not a star station in, in Kearney Mesa. So, uh, but yeah, so that, that makes sense. Okay. But we're happy yeah, to take I, care of you any place we can. Yeah, no, I'm going to take the city open the cleanliness when I have been taking the, all my vehicles there, and I'm very satisfied with the service I'm getting, okay? Thank you so much, and we're so glad to be able to take care of you, and you put your trust in us. We surely appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, thank okay. you. You take care, my friend. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Good talking to you, Ken. Okay. Okay, okay you too. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. So, great question about the fuel pump, though, because... A lot of people don't know that, and I talk about it all the time, that the only way to extend the life of that component is keep it submerged in fuel. That's what helps cool it, right? That's what I do with mine. 
Yeah, that's what I do with all of mine. That's it. and that's why. Well, it's not that pump in my truck's three hundred thirty thousand miles on it. I I keep thinking to myself, maybe I should replace it. Well, it does, <laughs> when you get down to a quarter tank too, you go around the corner, you can run the pump dry. So that's not good on it neither. You know True. what I mean? True. It could, because you know. then it then the then the gears are in there meshing without. I wouldn't liquid. say a quarter tank, but when you get low to the well, like you know close what I mean. The empty mark, yes, correct. I agree. So, but uh, well, I don't know. You know what? On my on my full size truck and you and your full size truck, as big as the tanks are, when you get down to a quarter tank, yeah, you could. It can go. I mean, you don't feel it because it does suck the fuel up that fast. But the the fuel does slosh in there. Oh, enough. of course it does. But they do have baffles in them too to help prevent some of that. Yes, but yes. yes. Um, my point is, that regardless, if you if you keep it low all the time, that's when you do most of the yes. damage for sure. It's not dirt. Most people try to go to the dirt thing, but the dirt's still in there floating around. When even it's full, so that's why we have filters. <laughs> well, that's why there's mesh screens on the bottom and this, this, and this. So very true, very true. All right, we're moving on to a temperature warning, Mike. But before we do that, let's grab uh, Bruce in Carlsbad. Good morning, Bruce. Uh, good morning. Uh, last week, when you discussed tires, you had mentioned uh, that there is a stamp on the tire uh, to indicate the actual date, and uh, but you. I don't know whether intentional or not, but you neglected to uh, uh, explain how to read that. For example, my tire has the uh, dot oval stamp on it. It's a 3917. I'm sorry, uh, 3913. And uh, that's just an example, let's say. But I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, Made in the 39th week of 2013. Correct. Correct. And... uh, it's, so it's those four four numbers on it. The first two giving the month, and the second two giving. I'm sorry, the first two giving the week, week of yes. the year, and the, yeah, and the second two giving the last two digits of the year. So it's it's pretty simple. It yeah, is pretty simple, um, but not the way most people read things. Most people don't. And so, but th- that is a good point. Yeah, you know, I didn't uh, mention that, and I appreciate you calling and letting folks know that. But you are correct. The first two digits are the week of the year. The last two digits are the year that the tire was produced. So, um, and that's how we read them. Uh, I, I guess I should have said that because folks could be looking for like a month, day, year on the tire, and you're not going to find that. Yeah, and it's particularly uh, applicable to old timers that uh, keep their cars a long t- time uh, because they don't drive them. Correct. Put that many miles on them, and yeah, the tires may wear out technically before there's you know any show of tre- uh, treadwear. Anyway, uh, for future reference, would uh, at some point in time, would you guys be able to discuss maybe a program on it? But um, if you could comment on it, even now. What uh, the manufacturers mm-hmm. at one time had tried to keep the independents from doing re- doing repairs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, it was gen- typically not releasing software. Now, here you just a minute ago you said the Ford you had a Ford uh, software for your P- for mm-hmm. a PC mm-hmm. Ford PC I think you said. So uh, obviously they're not withholding everything. How does that work? Well, there was a big legal fight called the Right to Repair Act that we just won in Massachusetts a couple years ago. So because they wanted to withhold all that information and the federal government stepped in after we and the auto care, auto care.org, you can go read all about it. But uh, they're the ones that brought the fight for all the independents. And, uh, and and I'm a member of autocare.org and I actually sit on uh, their car care professionals network board for them. Uh, and I have for like seven years. Um, but good point. It's extremely important. People like that out there bringing the fight because the manufacturers didn't want to share all this information with us. And and now we're we're now that we've passed the right to repair act for stuff like software for check engine lights, things like that. And they've agreed to go along with how this was worked out through the courts uh, and stuff so that the fight didn't continue on because it's been going for quite a few years. Uh, now we're starting to talk about the security stuff and, and, and a portal for that and how, so, I mean, it's an ongoing thing continuously with the manufacturers to get them to allow, uh, us to use or have access to software and components and things like that. And I'll tell you the hardest ones to deal with are Mercedes Benz and BMW. No question. They are the hardest ones and they, they try to prevent, uh, 
uh, all kinds of things to the aftermarket. Uh, but they, they are the toughest to deal with, without question. Well, bottom line, are you satisfied with the information that you get from the American auto manufacturers in terms of uh, software, like what's going on in the PCM? Yeah. With most of them, um, they keep changing. Prime example, in the past year, GM changed. We used to have a yearly subscription to them. Now they raised the yearly subscription to some ungodly amount. So now we just purchase software per vehicle as we need it. Uh, it's cheaper that way for us. We still have all the uh, laptop scan uh, programs and all that, the factory ones, but uh, the software after. But so, but I mean, do we have access to it? Absolutely. Are we able to do what we need to do? Absolutely. But we always are staying on them because this is a changing time continuously where they can at any time try to bar something from getting to the aftermarket. Uh, they seem to be at this point uh, fairly easy to work with now, at least the uh, the uh, um, American manufacturers and, and some of the Japanese manufacturers, too. Absolutely. Gotcha. So, well, that's good news. And uh, so when you take a laptop out to a vehicle for a diagnostic, then then you have the adapter connectors to get into the uh, uh, that plug, which is, you know, the, the central to the whole system well correct and since 1996 we've been using obd2 uh which is a global connector so that actually is used to connect it's that is the same connector for all vehicles but it doesn't process everything the same so uh you can generically though uh retrieve codes what's called obd2 generic on almost every vehicle now i'm Fair warning, that doesn't give you all the information. Uh, when we work with our expensive and factory software and things like that, that's when we collect a lot more information we can actually go through and diagnose the vehicle. Because uh, giving you codes and things like that doesn't actually diagnose a vehicle. It, it tells you where a vehicle has picked a problem up with the sensor or system, etc. And it's the technician's responsibility with the right kind of tools and data to go through and diagnose the actual problem of the vehicle. You, so the diagnostics that they're doing, you, can you, uh, is it going to localize to a specific system or module? Well, like problem? I said, there is a world generic, which is called OBD2, and you can retrieve yeah. codes and things like that. Uh, you can go in on most vehicles and most vehicles and look at what's called mode six, which is live information of what's going on. Uh, but once again, you need to know what tests to go through on certain sensors and and what data should be there and what it should look like and all this. That's why it actually takes time to diagnose a vehicle. Uh, too many people in this world, are whether it's global that you're using or you're using manufacturer-specific, are under the impression you just plug in a vehicle and it tells you what's wrong. Um, unfortunately, that is not the case on any vehicle. Not that sophisticated yet, then, huh? Well, <laughs> there's a lot of information there. Just I... I don't know of anything in the world that you just plug something in and it tells you the part that you were supposed to replace. I don't know. You always have to go through a systematic uh, troubleshooting. Uh, systems are, are pretty smart now. They, they can say this sensor picked up a problem and here's the problem and here's the information and what was going on when it happened. But you have to decipher that data and then go through and actually run a sensor, that sensor or other sensors, because often sensors on a vehicle such as air fuel ratio sensors oxygen sensors those sensors will set codes because they picked up a problem but those sensors are not the problem you have to make a a determination what's causing the problem that those sensors picked up if that makes sense so absolutely it does yeah so that explains a lot of stuff well that (laughs) and i don't want to get and it can some of it can get really technical but my point to that is that the, the true importance here is knowing how to decipher the data and go through and then do the testing. And, and for, it's the same for an automobile versus today's high-end refrigerators. I mean, the guy that comes out and fixes those, those set codes too, but he has to know what to pen test to make a determination. Oh, this board has failed or, oh, this sensor has failed or whatever. This is why the compressor is not coming on. This sensor failed. You know, so there, there's a lot of things these days uh, that require a lot more technical information of the person diagnosing it and knowing how to do the test than just most things you can't just plug into. That's my point, I guess. You know, I, I, I guess the, 
what I would say to that is that uh, it certainly makes me appreciate why you keep your old pickup that has 300,000 <laughs> plus miles on it, and you don't have to worry about that. Well, that truck is electronically controlled also. It's got a check engine light and everything. It's a 97, so it's 96 and newer. So, and, and we've had a check engine light diagnosis in that for forever, but prior to that, Every manufacturer kind of did their own thing. There was different. You should see all the connectors that used to come with the old scanners to just scan vehicles. There, there was a multitude. Sometimes you've had 40, 50 different connectors. That's why they went to the OBD2 Global. I still got all them connectors. I know. We still have them all for old vehicles. But those cars were a lot harder. You did a lot more. Uh, uh, you better know what you were doing because the information was rudimentary that came out of them which would make diagnosis often a lot more difficult on those i would say nowadays there's a ton more going on on a car it's very intricate 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 i got the word wrong but you know what i mean um and in integral and everything works together and the communication and bus systems and all that you can have a bus system go down which is is we're using all the same wiring, talking to different modules. So it's you better have an understanding of the vehicle and know how to diagnose it and go through the proper procedures. Otherwise, you're just throwing parts at a vehicle. So there, there's a lot going on there. I, I can go on and on and on with this for hours. But uh, the true sense is uh, having the right software, the right equipment, and a qualified technician is the best thing you can do to figure out what's going on with the car. Well, praise be to the manufacturers that are giving you some of that information now, except for Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully that, that hits the topic there for you and, and kind of. But, uh, yeah, I could, we, we do talk about this sometimes. But uh, that is uh, great points that you brought up, and I appreciate your call, man. Well, thank you. Bruce, have a safe, wonderful weekend. You take care now. Thanks for the call. You too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. So go I, ahead. I just want to say one thing because that's why they call it a diagnostic tool. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's not it's not a wizard or something. It's it, but it does help you. I th- I'm going to design one and name it the Diagnostic Wizard. There you go. <laughs> it's going to have a little wand that it waves. <laughs> Poof. Poof. That's Fixed. what's wrong. I wish. Sometimes I do wish. But uh, uh, you know, it's important to be able to decide. Just like anything, I mean, there's so much data that comes out of these, and you got to know what you're looking for and what's wrong and what a sensor should be doing, what it's not doing, and Whew, I'm tired. I need a nap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so as we're working out, and we do appreciate everybody's call this morning. Amazing. You guys are Actually, great. that, that guy had it. very good questions, though. Bruce, I got to say. He did. He did. And even the fuel pump no, questions were no, great. No, no, no. No, they're great questions. It's just. <clears throat> we had a lot of good questions this morning. Yes. And and information on the tire. Yes. Uh, uh, so if you're looking for a date code under there, usually it's in the dot circle, and it says uh, the the week that it was produced and the last two digits are the year. So that's a good way to know. Remember seven years, you know, no matter of the mileage of tires not worn out, they rubber tends to wear out. Well, I can see that it can be confusing too, because I mean, not everybody, nor, normally uh, the standard is we have, you know, the, the bigger digits, not just how many weeks nobody well, goes by the, that. They go by the month, the day, the, the month, you know. the day, the year. Exactly. So, um, but tire people really know those numbers. They're always looking for them. So. Exactly. But you know what? The thing is, is even consumers should know that. That way they know their tires are getting older and they should have them inspected. Absolutely. Or if, if somebody tells you their your tires are past the date, ask them to show you the date on their tire. We'd be more than happy to. Okay. So we're talking about warning lights. We talked a little bit and we, we just did a whole session on check engine light. That's definitely a warning light. And you get one of those that comes on. That's the reason you need to get it into a qualified. The best money you'll ever spend is a proper diagnosis by a qualified technician at a quality facility. Prevents from throwing parts at a car and gets you back on the road. Most repairs are single point. Some are not. Some create issues. We see some like you can have a solenoid go out on something. Let's take a transmission that then takes out a powertrain control module behind it when it goes out. But the only way to fix that, you fix the solenoid first. Do your testing and verify from there, right? Or it could be the other way around. You might have to replace the PCM first because it damaged it so bad. And then you realize, hey, I got issues over here after you got that done. That's when your testing becomes extremely important because if you continue on down the road, it could damage the new powertrain control module, correct? Yes. So there you go. Good point. Um, so we covered that. Uh, temperature warning light, another one. The temperature warning light will come on if your engine is overheating. Do not continue driving if the engine is overheating. Another good point. If that light comes on, stop. 
Uh, what do we say? Uh, every mile is worth five hundred dollars. After uh, in this day and age, it could be worse than more than that. You know? Yeah, maybe a so. thousand. Every mile's worth a thousand. I every mean, let's, pe- my favorite thing is I just drove it home five miles. I'm all now. You need a new engine. No, you should only <laughs> drive it far enough to get yourself into safe safety. Safety, because then money. I mean. Your safety is is absolutely d- is more important than you. S- s- so the warning light comes on. Get off the freeway as quick get, as possible, and then shut it off. Get yourself to safety. Get it shut down where you're out. Yeah, don't stop in the middle of the freeway. That's exactly. A good point. So, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, get yourself to a safe spot. You and the vehicle. Shut the vehicle down as soon as possible. So don't panic. Just get off the freeway. Uh, let it cool down, and the best thing is have the vehicle towed to a quality facility to have it looked at and figure out what's going on. You will save yourself the tow. The cost of the tow is nothing compared to the damage you can do to that car. You will save yourself a ton of money by just having the vehicle towed. Just have it towed Just if, if the vehicle overheats. I'm telling you now. So it's the best way to go. Uh, the ones we missed are charging system, brake warning lights, all these important. If a brake warning light comes on, you lost pressure. Once again, uh, the motor might keep running, but you may not be able to stop. So, yep, yep. All in uh, low tire warning, low tire warning light. We are what we are well familiar with those. Those just need to get in because you can damage tires if you well, keep running them low. You can also blow a tire out if it gets low enough. So there Correct. we go, safety again. So. Correct. And that will cover it for today. Hey, folks, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we need you all to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up for sure, uh, and uh, be safe out there. Uh, as we truck on into this next week, it is going to be warm, so make sure you have your AC checked out. You can go to westautomotivegroup.com and get in and get your AC checked out and your cooling system on your vehicle if you haven't in a while. And let's prevent further failures. Let's prevent further failures on vehicles uh, as uh, we get them checked out properly and stuff like that. We do appreciate you joining us. We'll be back next Saturday. Make sure and tune in. Auto Talk Radio every Saturday, 7 to 8 a.m., on The Answer San Diego. Till next week. Bye-bye. Take care, San Diego. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.